Hello, Sobertown, and welcome to the Sobertown podcast. This is a very special day, and it's uh, your very special two for one. And this is, I am Polly, and with me on the train is my other half. Well, hello, darling. Hello, it's so good to see you. Yes, guys, Karina is back. She's back. Um, And we're going to chat with her about her it was quite long that vacation wasn't it yeah it was just under just under three weeks so two days short yes two weeks and five days so yes it was long and you got to connect with some of the uh the folks we know virtually I did yeah I got to see I must which was uh lovely I even took her for a little ride on Bumblebee which was uh amazing yeah, she wants fun. one. <laughs> she wants one. I want one. I want one. I want one. Put it yeah. on the Christmas list. Ask Santa. Uh, uh, my do- I had a thing this week with my grandson. Um, my daughter-in-law said he wanted something. So I said to him, we'll ask Santa. And he went, no, call nanny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Sarah, if you've got one, call nanny. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, um, so true. Yeah. So how did how did you? I know you have physical difficulties due to your um, your fibromyalgia, etc. So how did you how did you cope with all this, all the traveling and the different beds? Oh yeah, the beds were difficult. That was the most difficult one, really, because we did a lot of Airbnb, um, and we we also. Had, because of my little test run that I'd done, we realised that you can't just turn up ad hoc in this current climate and book a bed and breakfast. You have to book ahead. So we'd kind of booked it and planned it so that we'd sort of travel just so many miles a day. But it meant even when we had really bad weather, that was the problem. We still had to travel on those days. And yeah. we got quite wet and quite windy. And uh, yeah, that, some, that wasn't fun in some days. Um, and it, when I was riding... It was fine because it was so exciting. You know, it was such a thrill. Um, but then when you finish riding at the end of the day, it's quite, that's when the tiredness hits and um, a lot of the pain from, so I've got a lot of cartilage and ligament damage in my right side of my body. And you use your right side of the body to ride the Riker. So um, that's Is that from bit. when you had your car accident? no it's actually from because of the the functional neurological disorder that I have it causes me to fall over quite a lot so it's from all the repeated falls that I've had over the last couple of years um which I haven't had for the last three months now I haven't haven't actually fallen oh my gosh yeah yeah um and from using the mindfulness really and just focusing on what I'm doing and as I've said before retraining my pathways neural pathways from not drinking um you know we, we do laugh about it sometimes you know, especially in the middle of the night that's the worst time to try and balance and uh, you know these pinball machines when the ball goes oh. bing, bing, bing. it's a bit like me walking up the corridor off the side of the wall singing but- the singing the theme from Tommy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Him> more wizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, it's been good, and we actually worked it out. We covered eighteen hundred miles in wow. yeah, just a little under three weeks. So we we did push it quite hard, probably a bit too hard. Um, 
But it's a learning experience, though, isn't it? I mean, this is, you did your short little one, your little experiment. That taught you one Mm. thing. So now you've done this one. So the next time you go out, you will approach it differently again, probably. Yeah, and and the um, we, we even learned some stuff during it as well, really, actually, because it was actually Andy that said, look, today we just need to slow down. I was so, I started end again in, I started looking at the end result of me wanting to cover the whole of the UK um, eventually, obviously not in this one trip. And I, we stopped sort of kind of enjoying the moment of each day. So we had to really rein ourselves in, really, and draw back a bit and just slow ourselves down. So that that was good. That was good to, to do. Take um, the blinkers off. Take yeah. the blinkers off. Yeah. Instead of just, just gazing forward, look around. Yeah. Be in the moment again. Just be in the moment and live each day. And, and, and of course, we all got a really um, sharp reminder of that. In, in the last week of, of oh, living yes. in and, um, and of how precious life is and how quickly it can be gone. So um, that's I did. A, yeah, that's so funny because, um, as you know, with our groups, I do these little readings. Mm. Um, and today it was about life. Yeah. You know, and you being in the moment. Mm. And you get. An infinite amount of, and it is infinite. There's an end to it. An infinite amount of time on this earth. So, and I think I'm at an age where I need to grasp every moment of it and enjoy it and not not let it pass me by and just live for the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we get reminders along the way to, to do that, don't we? Um, some yeah. of them are good reminders. Some of them are sad reminders. Um but it, it's you know we we get those messages and it's about listening to those messages mm-hmm. and um and just you know remembering to to do that it's not always easy where we as humans tend to we're used to just planning ahead running ahead looking forward I mean I'm looking forward to seeing you I'm looking forward to the I even said to you I think Monday I'm so looking forward to seeing your face again you know um yeah, this has been a long wouldn't... time coming I know, um, I know others I have to admit others have kept me company they've sat in and kept your seat warm while while you've been gone and it was it was quite enjoyable um did some variety of things but I, I couldn't wait for you to get back especially today but we will tell people about that in a little while but how well would you say facilities because you have disabilities, would you say the facilities you came across on the travels, you need to think those out a little bit more or were they pretty good? Um, yes, definitely. Um, some of the reviews that I wrote on the Airbnb um, things were, were things that weren't written in the advertisement and things that I probably should have checked out beforehand mm-hmm. but just didn't think to, you know. Um, you'd get somewhere and you'd find you had a flight of stairs to go down and a flight of stairs to go up and got the bags off of the bike. Um, you know, it, it's it, they're not always accessible. Um, so that's something that definitely I will, you know, I'd always say to people to find out if you've got disabilities or even things like allergies. Because when you do Airbnb, sometimes you're literally staying in somebody's room in, in their house. And, you know, one house we went to had cats. Now, 
I absolutely, I like, I'm like you, I'm a cat woman. I absolutely yeah. adore cats, you know. And in fact, they probably got fed twice that day, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but other people are allergic, you mm-hmm. know, and there's nothing about that in the advert. So I think, yeah, it's about asking the questions wherever we go. Um, and disability, I was quite shocked, really, Um in a lot of cafes and things like that and bars and restaurants about the lack of disabled facilities. I mean, I'm fortunate at the moment, I'm not in a wheelchair and even fortunately for me, when I, at times when I am in a wheelchair, I can walk, walk some steps. So I don't need to be transferred from chair to toilet or from chair to chair. Um, But you know, I was quite shocked that for those people that do, need to be transferred there's not an awful lot of facilities um out there and um yeah it's it's so I think that's something probably you have to plan ahead on and and actually one of my friends texted me this morning and said oh Karina there's a, a lady about to be on telly with disabilities who's riding her trike around the UK and I said, oh, I think that might be Sophie Morgan. She's a lady who um, unfortunately was in a car crash when she was 18 and broke her, her back was broken. Um, and she's in a wheelchair and she's got a mm-hmm. can-am right the same as me. And I didn't realise she'd been riding her way around the UK. Yeah. But she's actually, it's actually a TV programme and she's actually done a programme. She's been filmed. Um, yeah. And that's on, on Saturday night. So I'm really excited to to watch that and see how she got on obviously it's gonna be a lot different because the film crew with her and things like that would be much more more planned but hopefully you know I can get some tips tips from that and certainly some encouragement um from from her too and just look at what what she's achieved you know and how she's doing it look how much your life has grown and Mm. expanded within these last few months I mean when we first start on this journey of sobriety that the first, I would say, six months. You focus so much on just staying sober and digging deep and reading your quit lit and finding your different fancy teas and all that kind of stuff. But once you, once you settle into your sobriety, and I, I think then you expand your horizon sort of thing and you start broadening your outlook and looking at life and looking for ways you can fulfill it. Um, And it's not just filling filling in the time that you used to use for drinking. This is filling in the time that gives you, that in a way that will give you joy. Mm. Yeah, completely. I mean, the old me would have been just drunk every night and hung over every day, you know. I wouldn't have been, well, the the old me as well, struggled to walk and talk, you know, and now here I am riding this brand new beast around the coast of Cornwall and Devon and Norfolk and Lincolnshire so far. Um, Kent is next to come because that's just a small bit to tie up. The Garden of England. Yeah, we need to tie up between Buzzardon and and Portsmouth. haven't done Mm. that bit. Um, But yeah, it's just amazing. It's just a whole new skill set it's a whole new life and and you know I'm living we're living again aren't we yes have a life and um and I have such pleasure in in you know I always always it's always been my motto to make a difference to somebody's day every day 
and to learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. And I always remember years ago when I was nursing, I was a, a manager of nursing home and um, one of my staff said, oh, Karina, you've just absolutely made my day. Your smile has just made my day. And that's all I did was smile at her. And that's all it takes sometimes is just a smile um, to someone just to make their day. And I, I remember an elderly gentleman once years ago when Jack was little, I was walking around a lake and he had one of these old caps on and he, he picked his bell to me and said, yeah. ma'am, and let me pass. And it made a huge difference to my day. You know, we don't have to do anything massive to make a difference to people's day. But one of the thing I've, things I've absolutely loved on Bumblebee is the joy um, that she brings to other people as I ride her through towns and through villages. It is amazing because I ride and people are like, wow, what's that? And, you know, I have women smiling at me and waving and going, yeah, I love it. Um, kids, you know, and I give the kids a thumbs up and I give them a wave and they're waving back. And she has brought so much joy and that brings me joy. Um, at the end of a day's ride of getting back and all the waves and the thumbs up and and all the you know all just the sheer excitement on people's face when she re- sees me riding this this beast because you know rikers are quite common in America now I think especially northern America yeah. but in the UK they are relatively new and they look like a Batmobile <laughs> you know? and uh, it, it's just it, that was one of the, the the highlights really of of the whole you know tour that we've just done was just that she just brings pleasure all I, I don't have to do anything I just have to sit on her and ride her and and, and that's it you know it's made you've, a difference on stay you just said the one word that just sums up sobriety and everything about sobriety and it's just three letters joy 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 the the joy of bringing a smile to someone's face. The joy you feel when you learn to accept a compliment as well, because I don't know about you, but it, it used to be hard for me to accept compliments, but I will accept compliments now. I'm learning that if someone appreciates me, then I thank them for it. And I truly feel good that because if someone is paying you a compliment, it means you've done something good for them. Mm. So... Yeah you know, accept that someone appreciates what you've done for them and is paying you a compliment. It might be that your hair looked nice that day. Your hair looks nice. And it, someone noticed and it brought them, you know, a smile to their face or whatever. So thank you. You know, it's, and it's, some, that's something I'm learning to say thank you. Um, but I think that the one word that just comes out when you, people post, um, about things that are happening to them once they get further into their sobriety and they start living, living the sober life because it is living the sober life um, is joy. And these, these feelings, these really huge feelings we feel inside, they're so hard to express at times because it's just like this huge ball of emotion yeah it's it's good it's joyful <laughs> yeah, yeah. the it's, joy of I, getting sober sober yeah the um yeah she she had it right did Catherine Cray <laughs> yes she did um yeah um 
I, I just think I, I listened to you and drifted about the compliments, you know, and him playing the compliment and you yeah. taking that. And uh, and it's very true, you know, because it's things like, you know, people say to me, oh, your hair looks nice. And, and you know, the old me would have just gone, oh, well, this, I haven't really done anything. <laughs> yeah. And when you think about that, it's actually rejecting what the person said to you. Yeah. Um, but we tend to do that, don't we? We, we can't take compliments. But when, when we reject a compliment we literally are doing that you know someone's taken the trouble to compliment you and we're kind of like pushing it back and uh yeah so it's it's nice actually to be able to go yeah thank you and accept truly accept a compliment in in the way in which it's it's been given you know so all your compliments you had so many of them on this trip because all the little children that waved all the people that smiled all the people that came and admired um the bike etc it was all compliments to you um and all those compliments they make you like you say they made you feel good they made you feel good inside that you were bringing some joy to some people yeah and definitely and and I didn't I didn't miss a trick to spread spread the road (laughs) save a word either though you know that's the that was the other thing when I'd actually got off my bike I mean you can't mm-hmm. park anywhere without people coming up and talking and it's funny they always even they see Andy get off his two wheelers you know I mean hats off to my wingman he he was absolutely brilliant you know it's like every time you went to go out to ride my bike or every time I got off my bike it's like have you got your key and I'm like oh, <laughs> like what? having your mother-in-law <laughs> yeah yeah it is like if you're at your key, I'm like, oh, where would I be without you? And he's like, I don't know, but my life would be a lot less stressful. He's <laughs> having to follow Lessons. me around. Oh, the amount of times oh, you have to go back to the bike for my key, or I'd left my purse in the bike in the front. You know, he's sort of oh, he said, I'm exhausted. He said, you're tired. I'm bloody exhausted. He's going because he's riding for the two of us, and oh, I am a nightmare. I am a nightmare. But you know, but you um, saw some wonderful yeah. sights as well. Is it these all? we'll go through those as well um but are these places you've been before but haven't really taken in or were these all the places you visited were they all new to you um some I've been to before um some of them are completely new to me um quite a few of them are quite new to Andy he really wanted to go to Cornwall he's not been to Cornwall before um unfortunately I think because of lockdown and people not being able to travel abroad Everyone appears to have descended on Cornwall. Cornwall. <laughs> um, it, 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 to be honest, it was a frigging nightmare. And there were tourists everywhere. And of course, we were two of them. We were adding to the number, um, which is kind of nice for the businesses, but not not nice. I don't think it's nice for the people that live there. It, it's literally like they've been inundated. Invaded. Invaded. It, it literally invaded. Um, I mean, there's a little tiny village called Padstow, a fishing harbour. Oh, yeah, my I, God. I absolutely, one of my all-time favourite places. And it was one of, it was one of the last, I, when I was on vacation in the UK, it's coming up on two years. Um, I went away with my son and his wife to celebrate their wedding anniversary. We had like four days in a cottage in Padstow. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it, it is beautiful. Um, I wouldn't have known this time if it was my first visit. <laughs> All I would have seen was people. All we did see was people. Mm-hmm. Um, so Padstow, tiny little harbour, fishing village, absolutely beautiful. Um, it's where Rick Stein started out. Yeah. In fact, 
years ago, I, I before he became famous, I'd had the, the best ever seafood lasagna in his uh, restaurant there. But actually, it's become called Pad Stein now because so whether it's got really sort of commercial inundated because of him, I don't know. But honestly, it was absolutely horrendous. We rode, we managed to ride through around the harbour to try and get parked. We just had to ride in and ride back out again. It, it was just absolutely heaving and um we'd gone up to um i can't remember i think we went out to port isaac of doc martin fame that, that was yeah good. busy but not as busy so that was good and tintagel again that was very busy by the castle but um we sort of did up the other end so it wasn't so bad but we we had to come back past padstow so to andy look it was raining by that time um, it was four o'clock in the afternoon and we've got our intercoms in between our, our helmets um, so we can talk to each other even though we're on separate bikes and I'm like Look, it's four o'clock it's raining should we have a quick ride back through Padstow hopefully you know it, we might be able to get parked it won't be so busy so four o'clock in the afternoon in the pouring rain ride through Padstow still absolutely heaving with everyone <laughs> in the shorts you know this is typical British people out there you know if you don't know this is typical of the brits shorts t-shirt flip-flops eating ice cream <laughs> in <laughs> the, the rain. rain we don't care we're just <laughs> so we just just rode through so it was kind of a bit sad. what a shame but maybe beer. yeah maybe you can you and andy can get down there again um because yeah. cornwall devon cornwall area it is beautiful there's a lot of history down there I yeah. would like to go all the way to Lizard's Point at some point. Mm. That we, yeah. we went there. That was lovely. That was absolutely beautiful. Um, we we because it's not very commercialised and it wasn't that busy. And I sneakily married to get Bumblebee right the way down and managed to get a picture mm-hmm. of her at the Lizard's Point overlooking yep. the sea. Um, yeah. So that was great. Um, so Lizard's Point was lovely and um, Land's End once again a total disappointment Andy wanted to go um but he was quite underwhelmed um and it was just a reminder I mean I went to Land's End 30 30 years ago and it was it was kind of you know there was I think it was a pub there a restaurant um and it was quite a nice place to go and over the years it's become more and more commercialized and it what the reminder for me at Land's End was how how we are so yeah, greedy. I'm going to use the word greedy, that we are so governed and led by money that our number one goal in life, like as a nation or, you know, as nations, is to make money um, because everything was commercialised. I mean, this is Land's End, a beautiful point. I don't know who'd called it Land's End or decided it was Land's End, mm-hmm. by the way, but a beautiful point. And just like there's amusements there, there's restaurants, there's pubs, there's, you know, it just, it Spoils just, it. yeah, it was completely ruined. People queuing up for a photo underneath a sign that says how many miles it is to New York, how many miles to Scotland, then you can put, get your name put in there and have your photo underneath it. Yeah. And it's like people weren't enjoying the actual the area the and, do you and this think is something, go ahead I'm, sorry no go on no I'm, I'm saying this is something that um that struck me also as we drove rode through other towns as you drive through fun fairs and circuses and, and and I was like we have this need to continually trying to thrill seek 
and stimulate our senses with games, videos, TV, whatever. And we're missing out on what's really there. We're missing out on the beauty of nature. You talked about that. I actually, um, I'm going to digress a little bit from your journey. I actually started a book. Uh, I've only got into the first part of it. And it's called, here it is. Your brain is always listening. Okay. Tame the hidden dragons that control your happiness, habits, and hang-ups. And it talks about the different areas of the brain and how one of our areas of the brain is a pleasure center. And the more you feed it, the more it wants. Mm. And the pleasure center, it can be any kind of pleasure, anything that brings you pleasure. It could be swimming. It could be alcohol, it could be drugs, it could be sex, it could be whatever is your pleasure center. And I think with commercialism, TV, advertising, etc., our pleasure center is constantly stimulated. Mm. Yeah, it, so it is. It, yeah. it, it's constantly stimulated to the point where if something, if we go somewhere and it's not, we don't think it's fun, we just turn off from it and we'd go away and we're not interested in mm. it. And mm. it's like anything, um, the more you have, the more you want. And it was the same with my alcohol. One glass of wine wasn't enough. It didn't bring me enough pleasure. Yeah. Two glasses of wine or three glasses of wine, I was into the pleasure, but I would push it past it because mm. I would want to maintain it and it would push it past it to the point where it wasn't a pleasure it was yeah. a pain yeah so yeah it's we I think it's it's the it's sad that this is the kind of uh generation we're coming to we yeah. can't and at, at our age I mean we're lucky and I think this does happen sometimes once you reach a certain age you turn to, you tend to take a lot of pleasure in some of the smaller, simpler things in life. Mm. I feel a lot I, sorry for the younger generations. Definitely. And, and, and I, but, you know, sobriety does that too mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And if I was sober, I would still be looking for that stimulation all the time, getting bored. I wasn't yep. bored. You know, I'm bored. I'll have a drink, you know, um, because actually you get, it's like you say, you always want more. It's never enough of, mm -hmm. of anything. So, you know, something that, that will start out to be exciting and thrilling, you'll get bored with it eventually. And then you'll find some way to numb it and try and get you through. And I think that that's that, you know, I, I'm hoping I'll never get bored with sobriety because every day, um, I'm finding something new to stimulate myself with and you know what it's stuff that was always bloody there right along you know it's the birds it's the trees it's the flower it's the lakes it's the rain it's the sun it's stuff that's always been the there simple things the simple, simple things. things the simple yeah. things I think is it the amygdala is where you find your pleasure center amygdala yeah yeah, yeah. amygdala um, I'm not sure yeah, amygdala is things that, that's responsible for your sneezing and breathing and, yeah, all that sort of thing. Um, isn't it's it? quite, it would, yeah, I mean, I, I started to read it. I thought, I'm reading this book, actually, and I found the very first dragon they talk about. I related to it and I never knew it. 
So everything is, you, you don't realize these things until you start digging in. I'm, as people will probably realize from this, I'm moving away from quit lit. <laughs> yeah. Someone but said, do, but, yeah, yeah, someone said, I'd like to get in your brain. And I said, no, you wouldn't. It's an absolute maze in there. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But I, and, think, I think the thing is, though, sorry, but I, I was thinking you, you do move away from quit lit, but it's because you work in your sobriety. So in the early days, it's quit lit stuff that support stopping the drink. Focus. And then later, it's about learning about you and working on yourself, isn't it? Which is what what you're doing. Um, and, and what you just done, because um, that that vacation was, that was a huge learning curve because, A, you learned how to prepare. Hmm. B, you did the whole thing sober and got the message out and brought pleasure to people without getting drunk. Yeah. Yeah, in a, in a, a much different way, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, sold the world of sobriety, really, on mm-hmm. that journey as well. But can we, can we go to the cabin and get a little cup of tea? Is that all right? I think that drunk? sounds like a wonderful idea. We will be back, <laughs> folks. We're off to the tea room. Talk to you in a bit. Hi, folks. We are back. We have a cup of tea. And we did a podcast a while ago, and we said we would get together on the 5th of August. Well, today is the 5th of August. (coughs) Excuse me. And today is a really special day. Um, We did make a pledge on on the 5th of August. I will say I didn't meet my pledge. (laughs) I've got to go and weigh myself now. I, I I don't think I'm lost, but I'm hoping I haven't put on. Hold on, hold on, I can tell you. Uh, uh, no, I put, I put on about 0.2 of a kilo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't lost, but I haven't, I've managed to maintain. So I'll take that as a win. Yeah. Because we did say we were going to lose some weight by the 5th yeah. of August, because the 5th of August is an extremely special day. Um, do you want to tell us what day it is today? Yeah, well, in a few hours, I will be one year sober. Oh, my God, uh, this is... I know. Thank I you. I am like a seal, clapping, clapping, <laughs> clapping. I should have had some sound effects ready, really, shouldn't I? I should could have done those. I never thought. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. One year sober. How do you feel? Um, bleh. I don't... <laughs> It is the most <laughs> surreal, weird thing, you know, because, you know me, I get so, when everybody else hit a year, I am so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm spinning cartwheels in my head. I'm absolutely over the moon with excitement and happiness. It makes me cry, joys of pride and happiness. You know, I love my milestones and I have my charm each month for my milestones. Got back from the tour, I'm like, I haven't even ordered my charm for my milestone. I'd promised myself a one-year AA chip. I hadn't ordered that. And even as we were riding along on our intercom systems, on our little tour, I'm going to Mandy. I'm a year sober, like this is last week. I'm a year sober next Thursday. And I don't actually feel anything. It's really weird. And I'm kind of beating myself thinking up, thinking I should be feeling something. 
Um, but Andy said, well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's because it's just not part of your your life anymore. I mean, it is because I'm having to work it all the time, but it's mm-hmm. just it's, the norm. it's the norm for you now. It's just that's how it is. And the old expression, I don't drink. I don't drink, yeah. And so it's been kind of strange. Um, I know also that, I think what's come to light the last couple of days probably is that there were things that I still needed to work on that that had sort of kind of been left in the ether that needed to be done. Um, Mm -hmm. And some of that's not very nice stuff that needed to be done this morning. um, I had to let someone go from my life. Yeah. um, Who I love very much. Um, but because of circumstances and situation, um, it's causing me a, a huge, huge dilemma in, in my life. Um, and so I've had to let that person go. Um, and, and that's sad because I know they're sad and I know I'm sad too. But it's something that, that for my own sanity yeah. um, had, had to be done. So um that's something that 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 I've done um I've also finally it's kind of weird it's like right you're a year now you need to finish working on these things you're meant to be working on so I've just I've written my will because that I didn't have a will and although nearly everything goes to Jack I didn't have a will to say that you know and this this government's very sneaky if you haven't got a will they get in there and swoop and try and take whatever yes and then that the um you're next to Kim has to try and fight for what's rightfully there. So I've written that. Um, not got it signed yet, though, but, like, you know, I need to get it, someone to witness it. And I've also written my advance directive to refuse treatment again, which is something that I'd written before, um, but I, I needed to update it and and renew it. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm a bit of a champion for that, having nursed many people for for many years and not always knowing what treatment they would you know if people have massive strokes or become incapacitated for you know physical or emotional reasons like dementia and you don't know what their wishes are what what treatment they'd want and and so I've got an advanced directive of what treatment I'd like and what treatment I don't want um because I'm not someone who could be stuck in a bed um completely paralyzed um being fed through my stomach I, I I can't do that that's not me so so I've I've written that I've rewritten that so that again just needs to be signed so it kind of feels like this morning I've been catching up with things that that I feel hadn't quite worked on hadn't completed and hadn't hadn't done in the hopes that I thought well, once I've done that perhaps I can go yay I've worked on it. <laughs> I can celebrate now but I'm just no, I mean, my. You, here's one for you. Have you done a medical power of attorney or a power of attorney? Um, I haven't, but what I have put in my advance directive is in the uh, um, event of me becoming incapacitated that I, in this moment of clarity and capacity, give full power to, to Jack. Um, mm-hmm. Because in this advance directive, it also says that any medical decisions, if I'm unable to make a de- medical decision, it all falls to him. Yeah. And he he has that. Um, yeah. Well, I haven't done it with the solicitor, but you can just do it as a letter. So it says that, and also that he should have access to all my finances to enable him to spend and pay for my care costs. So 
Um, yeah, there so are I'm, there I'm, are a lot of things. Here we go. We're getting into the legal stuff now, and um, yeah. there are a lot of things you can put in place that actually give you peace of mind. Mm-hmm. And these these little that they might people think, well, well, I'm only this age, and uh, I'm only that. Nobody knows what is going to happen to anybody no. at any age, as we have witnessed within the last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they give peace of mind to you. In, and also they give your family a direction to go in because when these things happen, sorry, folks, we're digressing a little bit. We're in, supposed <laughs> to be celebrating. But the thing is, we live in the real world. <laughs> um, the real world contains issues of life and death. And when we go, the people who are left behind need to be able to know how to do stuff. Um mm-hmm. Having been through this uh, before, I can, and I'm sure there are other people that can tell you the same thing that have been through these things. When things are set out, it, it's a devastating time to lose anybody. But when things are set out quite clearly, it makes, a li- it, makes it a little bit less traumatic. If you've yeah. got to deal with all these other things besides the loss of someone, um, then it it just doubles down on on the on the trauma of it all. But I need to get us back to celebrating because yeah. we are celebrating. But I, that is kind Hi, of people. That I have actually done that because it's something that was weighing on me. So it's like, yeah, yeah I've done that now. So that's good. You know, that feels good. I've got, I've had my little tour. I've had my little joint, jaunt. You know, I've I've come home and and now I've sort of cracked on and I've got all these things sorted that that needed doing. Like I had the letter from my, you know, mammogram. I need to go and get a mammogram. That's been sitting there for three weeks to make an appointment you know all things that that we need to do to keep on top of to keep you know looking after our emotional and physical health and and that's something that, that we have to do yeah and it's and it's really important you know um as we've always said you know it's more than just putting down the bottle we have to self-care we have to work on us yeah. and um and self-care is not just folks having a pedicure and manicure your hair done here i go quoting myself again it is looking after the insides of you, yeah. which are putting your mind at rest mm. is one of the things in self-care. And what you're doing, you know, you've done your will, you've set out your advanced directive, you're putting your mammogram in process. These are all things that give you peace of mind because every time you put something away, it clears a space for something else, mm. hopefully something joyful. So what, are you going to do today to celebrate anything or not? Well, it's 10 past four in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I was awake at six Not o'clock. going to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to the pub. I was awake at six o'clock this morning, catching up. I mean, one of the things that I did as soon as I got back was, well, the first thing I did was I jumped off a bumblebee. I went to check my sunflowers to see if they'd bloomed, which they had. <laughs> yeah. So I could stand underneath it and take a photo for Chef 56. I know he's having a little break from the from I Am Sabre at the moment, mm-hmm. but I just wanted to celebrate his, his two years because he's one of the first people that I saw, um, you know, a, a year ago when I came into the app. And he just celebrated his year and was stood under a sunflower. And I, just remember, I remember that picture. Yeah, I just remember, it stays with you, doesn't it? Yeah. And um, this comes back to the you know just post stuff because it's going to make a difference to someone's day. And you know, he's big beaming face and the big sunflower and and I just remember thinking wow a year 
my goodness, how do you do that? How does anybody do that? Will, will I ever achieve that? You know, and that really stayed with me. Um, so I jumped off a of bumblebee, went to my sunflower, took a photo. And then that was it, straight into Sabretown. So I've been just, you know, not moderating at all. I've just been binge listening to Sabretown <laughs> episode after episode, which was, um, yeah, lovely. And um, so I've been doing some of that this morning. I've caught up in some of the eight ladies groups, I caught up in IAS this morning. And, and I think that's the thing, because I'm in a different time zone. Um, I, I sort of am up quite early and I'm doing stuff when you guys are probably sleeping. Sleeping. So. Yeah, so there's probably, you know, stuff being... Our on friend Drifter skin. is always up at the same time as you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a little message from right. this morning. I was like, hi. Yeah. But mm. you saying about posting and hoping you help someone, I I put a little um, quote that I'd, I'd read actually the other day. And I think it it's so apt. And it's um, it's a wise Chinese saying. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. But if you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody. Because happiness is found in helping others. Yeah, We, we have found that in what we do because you and I, we're all about giving back. That's that. We have found a purpose in giving back. It, it gives us a focus. Um, I think that's what's helped me get away from some of the quit lit and into what I call living. Mm. The life I used to live, only 20 odd years older than before I started drinking. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so your celebration will probably be an early night, will it? Well, I, I did have a lovely treat this afternoon because oh. the sun is actually shining here so well we can apparently we rode away from the sunshine it's been sunshiny in Norfolk this whole time we've been away <laughs> we've had the rain I mean we've had the complete deluge of rain I had the absolute worst day worst day on Sunday I didn't want to drink though I nearly wanted a cigarette I did want a cigarette I was like oh, I want a cigarette and I'm like no just have a few tears instead so that's what I did that's I had a few it, let tears. it out another way that was okay um there was only one one time while we were away something happened Andy did something or said I can't even remember it was just a stressful day there was one moment where I thought oh now I didn't think I could have a drink I thought this is the time I would have had a drink um and do you know what I can only remember that thought I cannot remember what led me to think that I cannot remember mm -hmm. what the situation yeah. was or the circumstances which just proves to me how you know silly the circumstances can be that can lead you to want to drink because I can't we, even remember what it was now we can <laughs> use know. any excuse we like mm. you know yeah there's a raindrop running down the window and I've just cleaned it. Yeah. Oh my God, I need a glass of wine. No, you don't. don't. For God's yeah. sake. You know, yeah. I, and what I'm going to say now is <laughs> I did. A you listened to that podcast. Yeah, I did. If yeah. I offended anybody, sorry, but you know, <laughs> God, I did. You and Debs have been laughing. Yeah. I've listened to all the podcasts. They've been brilliant. But oh, um, yeah, you and I are going to be getting back on air podcasts. And um, but yeah, we found 
so much joy in, in doing these podcasts and reaching out and starting these ladies groups and seeing these ladies blossom. Yes, mm. they struggle. Yes, the struggle is real. But what I love is when anybody is having that moment and allowing themselves, here we go back to this podcast, the vulnerability, allowing themselves in that vulnerable moment to reach out and say, help. Yeah. And how many of our ladies dive in there? Yeah, it's just, yeah, just it's like, the support. Yeah. You think, yeah. oh, my God, these women are beautiful because every time you help somebody, it helps you also. Yeah. So you, you're, you're helping someone stay sober. It, it reinforces why you are doing this because those mental fights – to stay sober yeah um are exhausting they are and i loved it. i mean i loved the 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 podcast you know the lovely shiki oh show. yeah just amazing and and the podcast that you did on that you know um with all the all the people talking about moderation i loved that all the different voice messages definitely we need to do more of that that was amazing yeah. um yeah and then vulnerability as well you know and the vulnerability one um because you you know one of the things with me was that that I used to find it a, a real issue to ask for help um I couldn't show my weak side and one of the things that I've learned in sobriety is that I'm at my strongest when I ask for help um and that it's okay to to show my weakness and and that that does you know help other people as well and I, I put a post up today because some people have said you know wellness Besser said did a post for me to say congratulations and then Kim's come along and said oh Karina put a post up so we can congratulate you yeah so just before this podcast I put a post up but it's all kind of for you know about me being feeling a bit indifferent about my year because I think well that's important too because you know it's almost like I can sit here saying to myself well you should be feeling excited you should be doing this and and, but actually why should you I don't why should I yeah and I think it's important for people to know that that we it's not always you know flippity flips and songs and roses and dancing and um but what yeah but what I have done for myself this afternoon coming back to my treat is I went and loaded my hammock for an hour and a half and I was listening to podcasts and I just laid in the sun. I had a little afternoon nap. So that was my treat. There you are. If you want a little happiness, if you want an hour of happiness, go and take a nap. Mm. You know, but do you think maybe some is remembering where you were this time last year and how sad you were? Could be some of it that, you know, the residual of that. Because like you say, you can't, not every day is rainbows and unicorns. Excuse my French, we don't shit rainbows, you know, once you get sober. <laughs> it's not like that at all. And like you say, you work on your sobriety every day. I go in and I pledge, and you go in and you pledge that mm. today we will not drink, like a lot of us, like most of us. So do you think maybe going in and pledging today, did it ever remind you of what you did this time last year, how you came into that very first pledge? Not not really I don't it's it's kind of it's like that woman is another woman mm-hmm. she's a completely different person I've learned from her I've learned a lot from my experiences um 
but it's like I don't even associate with with her anymore it's it's like perhaps it's like a bit of a goodbye perhaps it's a bit of a loss perhaps it is a bit of a um you know not not one that I mean I'm quite happy to lose part of you know all of that I don't want to go back there but it's I, I think I've processed so much over the last year and I have to say I haven't done it alone I've done it with the support of you know all of you with Sabre Town with the ladies groups with the OM Sabre app you know you can't do this alone it, it doesn't work alone I've done it with with connection and and I think I actually put in my post that um that you know I hope by me but that I hope that people got the joy in celebrating and happiness of celebrating my year as much as I do for other people. Mm -hmm. And that in itself, I think, will then pick me up a bit and make me feel happy because, again, I'm I'm, I'm sort of creating joy and happiness for for other people. And I will say this, folks, you can't see what I can see, but she has got a beautiful tan. She's got a wonderful colour. You can tell she's been on her little holes. <laughs> and I think you can see where her helmet was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little white bit, yeah. <laughs> Love to get out in the sun and put... Do you remember years ago putting that? You'd see those people on the beach with that thing under their chin trying to get the sun underneath oh, their yeah, chin. Under the chin. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> well, it, be, you know, it, it might be my, it might be my big chin, actually. It's been shielding it from the sun. <laughs> No, it's not. It's it is a celebration, and yes, we say goodbye to the old you because the new you that's come out of this is absolutely beautiful. She has a purpose. She gives back. She has a huge heart. I wonder if you're just a little tired from all the odd beds, yeah, <laughs> and all the traveling and the wet and that. So you may come out bouncing tomorrow morning. Who knows? And like we say, some days you're just tired, and you think. Okay, so maybe after this, you'll have a nice little bite of supper and put your feet up and just chill out with a nice cool drink or even with your herbals and think and think, sit there and think, fuck me, I haven't had a drink for a year. Isn't this great? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a sober warrior. You know, know um, yeah, I'm going to do that. Actually, I'm going to go because we're going to go shopping because we still haven't done food shopping since we got back. Um, who needs food food. (laughs) i need we need to go and get some i've got nothing i need to go and get some shopping um so actually yeah perhaps i'll get something nice um and perhaps we'll get a takeaway and just have you know i mean i'm so excited as well to be seeing you today as well because i I remember some of those those meals you and andy used to put on the table and so before you go shopping set the table nicely a couple of nice glasses set your little plates out get yourself something and come back and just have a little celebration the two of you you know because at the same time Andy is going through what Andy is going through Mm -hmm. and you know bless his heart he's I expect he's off for another treatment next week Monday yeah 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 so Andy we wish you the best of luck lovely we'll keep you in our thoughts you woman I sent you something you did you did so yeah go on then (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this this is a celebration i have been waiting for and waiting for i'm just so happy brilliant you 
you were meant to do amazing things. <laughs> many congratulations after the first, right. Many, many congratulations after the first year of the rest of your life. You're a true inspiration to many, Polly. Oh, thank you. And oh, this. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's beautiful. We've got a, a key ring or a key fob, as you call it, out there. Yeah. Whenever you find yourself doubting how far you can go, just remember how far you have come. Remember everything you have faced, all the battles you have won, and all the fears you have overcome. Oh, that that's wonderful. My friend, I couldn't. I've year. got tears in my eyes because, oh, my friend, I am you. so happy for you. Thank I you. I really am. I know oh. it's it's a tough one. <laughs> if we were here, I'd be hugging you. You know, um, yeah. I've got tears yeah. in my eyes. Um, folks, <laughs> you got your little AA symbol on there. So, um, yeah, I'm a one year and yeah. she's going yeah. on Bumblebee. She's going on, it's going on Bumblebee's key. She will be traveling with you, hopefully. Yeah. And yes, remember how far you've come, all the things you've come through this year, this mm. one year, all the things you've overcome and how much you've given back to others with love, with compassion with all your knowledge from your nursing days and meeting other people and working with other people. And we thank you for everything you do for us mm-hmm. and thank for everything you. you contribute to these podcasts. Darling, go get yourself a nice meal, celebrate, and I wish you joy for the next year of our lives. Lovely. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure um, right. traveling this year for, with you as well. <laughs> Yeah, and everyone. I'm, I'm lost for words now. I'm actually feeling excited now. You've done it. You've done it. You've hit me over. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. Yes. I'm really glad. I'm really glad. We both. Um, we're both celebrating, but we also keep those who are still struggling within our hearts now and say, "Come on, you can do this." A lot of people don't like that expression, but you can do this. Dig deep. Dig in. And learn to live because the joy from this is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, Karina, let's get off the train before I need another box of tissues. <laughs> my, oh, I always say when my heart's full, my eyes start leaking. So my eyes yeah. are leaking. So I, everybody, thank you so much for listening to us. And uh, we will be back a little uh, with another of our usual podcasts. We will find a subject that we think will... Um, give you information and help along this long journey. So come and ride again on the train with us, the sober train into the wonderful world of sobriety. From Polly, myself, goodbye, and we'll see you again. And from my friend who is celebrating. One year today, yay, thank you. And goodbye, and see you all again soon. And remember, not another drop, no matter what. Yes, no sippy, no slippy. And if our friend was here, she'd be killing herself laughing. But anyway, (laughs) that's beside the point. But folks, thanks for listening to us. Karina, congratulations, darling. It couldn't happen for a nicer person. All righty. We'll see you again on the sober train, folks. Bye. Bye.